coming up. And we've learned some things. In fact, we've learned some things this year. And one of them, one big lesson is that God's church, the church of God, God's people, can't be stopped. That's right. We can't be stopped. The church of God can't be stopped. Jesus declared a long time ago uh, that I'm going to build my church. Right. And he's still building it. Yes. And regardless of the situation, and we're still praising our Lord. We're still preaching. That's we're right. still teaching. The building we're still is learning. Not, the building we're is still not the fellowshipping. Yes. We, we're still... <laughs> the church right. of God is moving forward. Right. Hello and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Are you familiar with the expression, out with the old and in with the new? You may be feeling this way as year 2020 comes to an end, but let's not be too quick to jump into the new without properly handling the old. Join Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn for this two-part series, Benefiting from Life's Experiences. Here's the first message in the series, Preserving What's Old. Today we will be starting a new uh, two-part series. Mm -hmm. And this is just to uh, prep us and to guide us, to usher us, if you will, um, into the end of this year and into the newness of next year. Yes. And so we're going to be talking about that in the next uh, today and next week. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to dial you in on that, that subject matter. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you were able to download the message outline in whatever format that you like it. And you're all ready to fill in the blanks. And so um, our new series is entitled uh, be uh, benefiting from life's experiences mm -hmm. and today's subtopic will be preserving what's old preserving what's old again hopefully you're ready to go and let's dial in and um and see what god has to say for us today so a uh, on your paper write this down uh let's be very clear life has its benefits all right. I want us to be very clear about that, mm -hmm. that life has its benefits. And the reason being that, as we discussed earlier, um, life can be tough at times. Yeah. And we've had a pretty tough year this year. Mm -hmm. uh, but I want to make sure that we're still clear that life has its benefits, mm -hmm. even with all the ups and the downs. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and verse 4, it says, For everything there is a season, mm -hmm. a time for every activity under heaven, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance. Amen. So I want to declare again, that life has its benefits. Even with the ups and the downs, there's a time to laugh mm -hmm. and there's a time to dance. Mm -hmm. Even amongst the times to cry and the times to grieve. And we've experienced some tough times uh, this year. Yeah. 
but we've also experienced some good times That's and right. some blessed times. Mm -hmm. um, and this testifies to the fact that life does, in fact, have its benefits. Yes. And so Psalms uh, 103 verse 2, it simply says this. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Mm -hmm. Forget not all his benefits. And he says, the writer says, my, my soul is going to praise God and remember all of the benefits that the creator of the world mm -hmm. provides. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Now, understand this uh, again, that it's been a tough year. Mm -hmm. We don't want to deny that. Mm -hmm. um, we don't want to you know, not face reality and see how tough it's been. Um, there have been a lot of lives lost, a lot of sickness, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain for several reasons. Yeah. Um, but inside of all of that, God has been good. So I want uh, us to dive in here and see um, um, a point here on your paper, write this down. B, there are some old experiences that should be preserved. There are some old experiences that should be preserved. Mm -hmm. Now, not all old experiences. Well, let me be clear. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some. Not some old uh, habits. Uh, right. <laughs> there's some there's some old experiences that we, we wanna, you know, let go. We don't wanna uh -huh. preserve them. They mm -hmm. they should drift away. Yeah. But some of them should not. They should be preserved. In fact, um before we get into this text to support this, um, Jesus said something that was akin to what we're talking about here. You know, Jesus came to bring us into a new covenant, mm -hmm. a new and better covenant, mm -hmm. one that was better than the old covenant. And so he had a, a conversation with some Pharisees who were complaining and criticizing his disciples, the fact that they wouldn't fast or they didn't fast. And Jesus um, made some made some points to them, yeah. gave some principles that they could relate to in order to understand why his disciples weren't fasting. And that the parable he told in this regard was to indicate to them that as long as they had they, they have me, I'm with them now, this is not a time to fast <laughs> because the, the king of king, the god of glory is here. The son of man is here mm -hmm. and they need to celebrate the fact that I'm with them. Right. And they, this is a time to feed, not a time to fast. Yeah, It's a time to celebrate, not a time to fast. Mm -hmm. But he went on to tell them that when I'm gone, though, they will fast. Yeah. But he was making a point mm -hmm. and he used some principles that we'll discuss today to establish why uh, he told the parable and why um, he was okay with them not fasting while he was with them. Mm -hmm. Here in Matthew 9, 16 through 17, it says, besides, who would patch old clothing with new cloth? Mm -hmm. He raised a question. 
I want to pause on that for a second, so I don't want you to miss it. He says, who would patch some old clothing with new cloth? And then he goes on to explain, for the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old cloth. Mm -hmm. So basically he's saying if you put some unshrunk cloth onto some shrunk shrunken cloth, then when that unshrunk cloth shrinks, it's going to rip the old cloth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he says that that wouldn't be wise to do. Yeah, It wouldn't be wise to put the old thing with the new thing in this Mm -hmm. regard. Then he goes on and says in verse 17. But he says leaving an even bigger tear than before, right? And leaving (laughs) an even bigger tear than before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then verse 17 he says, and no one puts new wine into old wineskins. He says, for the old skins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what he's talking about here that no one would put old wine, which would be wine that has already been fermented mm-hmm. um, uh, or new wine that hadn't been fermented into an old wine skin that's taken fermented wine. And so the unfermented wine, which would be the new wine, when it ferments, it expands, it creates pressure, and it would rip the old wine skin apart. So these wine skins were this some like a little leather pouch kind of thing? Right, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. It was something they carried wine in yeah. and made of leather or mm-hmm. animal skin mm-hmm. and so he's saying that you wouldn't put unfermented wine new wine in the old skin because that expansion process would cause it to rip okay. and then he reads on um, he says the new wine is stored in new wine skins so that both are preserved mm-hmm. so that both are preserved And look here at the goal. The goal is to preserve both the new and the old. Yeah. Um, The goal is to get value out of the old and get value out of the new Mm -hmm. if there's value in it. In this case, there there is because the old wine skin could still be used for old wine. Mm-hmm. And you get a new wine skin so that it can handle the new wine. Mm-hmm. And now you can use both. None of them are, are, are ruined or damaged. Right. And they both can serve a purpose. And Amen. so this is going to be the basis of our series here in talking about preserving mm-hmm. old and new things. And today, as I said before, our topic is preserving what's old. Yeah. So I want to give you six life experiences that we should preserve that are old. Okay. So hopefully you're ready to dive in here. Mm-hmm. Number one, mm-hmm. old worship. Old worship. Old worship. We should preserve old worship. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 46, 9 says this, the former things of old He says, remember the former things of old, Mm -hmm. for I am God and there is no other. Mm -hmm. I am God and there is none like me. (laughs) All right. 
uh, Isaiah is saying here, you need to remember God and remember there's no one like him. Mm-hmm. And that ought to cause you to worship him. Yeah. Uh, because you have an experience that tells you that there's no one, no one like you, God. Mm-hmm. We should remember some old worship experience. Hopefully by now you've, you're thinking of some. Uh, I, I remember a time um, back in the old days at Bethel Missionary Baptist mm-hmm. Church <laughs> when Brother Greg, uh, Gregory Green, Brother Gregory Green, <laughs> he was a phenomenal organist. Yeah, phenomenal organist. Oh yeah, he was phenomenal. He he would do as they say. He would make his organ preach <laughs> or should I say talk? <laughs> yeah. He would make his organ talk. Yeah. You, you might say, how can an organ talk? Mm-hmm. Well, trust me, if you was there, you wouldn't be asking me that question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would know exactly how that organ talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he would make it scream. He would make the scream and a whole church full of folk would hear, hear it talking. That organ was saying loud and clear to everybody in the room, God is here. Yeah. It was screaming, God is here. And so I'll never forget those moments when he would make the organ talk. It was phenomenal worship. Yeah. I'll always remember that. Yeah, the church was on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the second um, experience that we need to... uh, preserve is old victories old victories mm-hmm. exodus 17 12 and 16 says uh, when moses hands grew tired they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it aaron and her held his hands up mm-hmm. one on one side one on the other so that his hands remained steady still Steady till sunset. Mm-hmm. So there is. They're fighting the Amalekites. And verse 13 reads on. And they're holding up his hands. Mm-hmm. All right. It says, so Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered. And make sure that Joshua hears it. Because I will completely blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar and called it, the Lord is my banner. That's Jehovah Nisi, Mm y'all. He says, he goes on to say, he said, because hands were lifted up against the throne of the Lord, the Lord will be a war against the Amalekites, will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner. He fights our battles for us. Mm-hmm. And this is an example of that. And this is an old victory that um, God told Moses to make sure he write it down. Yeah. Write this down so that you will remember this victory. And I know that many of you have had some victories in your life that you should you should never forget. Yeah. And maybe you've had some victories this year. In 2020? In 2020. (laughs) That you ought to remember. Yeah. The third uh, 
experience that we want to preserve, old experience, is old examples. Old examples. Jeremiah 6, 16 says, Thus says the Lord, Stand in the ways in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths where the good way is, <laughs> and walk in it. Mm -hmm. And then you will find rest for your souls. Yeah. But they said, we will not walk in it. <laughs> Y'all see here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the text says we ought to look for those old paths. What makes them paths old? A whole bunch of folk have walked on them. Right. That's what makes them old. Mm -hmm. And we look for them. And, and, and that's the good way. Mm -hmm. How do you know it's a good way? Because a lot of people came down this way. That's right. That's <laughs> right? right. And they and if, if if the path hadn't been worn like it was, mm -hmm. uh, that the, the fact that it's worn like it was says mm -hmm. a lot of people walked here and they wouldn't have walked there if it wasn't a good way to go. Yeah. And so the text is saying, find them old paths. Right. And look at them as examples and follow them. Right. And you will find rest for your soul there. Yeah. But no, even with all of that, there are some that's still gonna say we're not doing. <laughs> you know, it's and, and that that says a lot. I mean, it's always good for you to find somebody older than you, and and the the glean from their wisdom. Yeah, it makes a big difference. I know, growing up, I love to sit down and talk to older people. Yeah, I just love to learn stuff because I wanted to know how to get where they already been. That's right. Right. That's and, right. And but like you said, there are so many people. Who just refuse to listen. Yes. And they fall and stumble all along the way. Yes. You know? Yes. Don't be one of them, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't be one of them. Be the ones that preserve mm -hmm. the old path or the right. old way. Right. Preserve what has been successfully walked in. Mm -hmm. Preserve it. Mm -hmm. and, and you will find rest for your soul, the text tells us. So if you're looking for rest, this is one way you can find it. All right. That's right. Preserve those old I'm examples. I'm a witness to that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The fourth experience that we want to preserve is old instructions. Mm -hmm. Old instructions. Yeah. Proverbs 3, uh, 1 and 2, it says, My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Mm -hmm. Store my commandments, my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and you your and your life will be satisfying. Mm. I think that's pretty clear. Yep, that's pretty clear. He says, make sure you keep them things I've taught you in your heart. Mm -hmm. And this will cause you to live longer and make your life more satisfying or fulfilling. So you we've all received some old instructions. Yeah. Um and we've learned some things. In fact, we've learned some mm -hmm. things this year. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I think Carolyn was talking about that earlier, mm -hmm. that we ought not let slip away. Right. There were some right. lessons learned this year. Right. And one of them, one big lesson is that God's church, the church of God, God's people mm -hmm. can't be stopped. That's right. We can't be stopped. Even in the midst of a global global pandemic, mm -hmm. the church of God can't be stopped. Jesus declared a long time ago uh, that I'm going to build my church. That's right. And he's still building it. Yes. And regardless of the situation, and we're still praising our Lord, 
we're still gathering, not maybe in person, but we're gathering through these electronic things. That's right, right. That's <laughs> and we're right. keeping it going. We're still preaching. That's we're right. still teaching. Because the building we're still is learning. Not, the building we're is still not the fellowshipping. Church. Yes. We, we're still. <laughs> the church right. of God is moving forward. Right, right. And what did what did your son recite in part of his vows and his his in, in his wedding? Oh yeah, he talked about how God's word will last forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God's word Amen. will last forever. Amen. Amen. So let's uh, preserve old instructions. The fifth thing that we need to preserve is old resources. Yes. Old resources. Genesis 26, 16 through 18 says, Then Abimelech said to Isaac, Move away from us. You have become too powerful for us. So Isaac moved away from there and encamped in the valley of Gerar, uh, where he settled. So I'm going to pause right there so we, we can track a little bit here that he got into a dispute with Abimelech and Isaac had to move. So he had to go to a new location, right? Mm -hmm. um, he went to a new location in order to deal with the dispute. But then verse 18 tells us this. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in that in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died, and he gave them the same names his father had given them. Mm -hmm. So you see, Isaac went to a new location, but he reopened some old wells, some old resources for life survival. Yeah that his father had dug. Mm -hmm. And these wells that his father had dug were stopped up by the enemies of his father, the Philistines. And they were plugged up with earth and dirt. So they were no longer resourceful. Yeah. But they were there. They were there. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody wanted them. Mm -hmm. And Isaac wanted them bad enough to dig it back up and reopen those mm -hmm. wells to get the resources from them. Mm-hmm. Um, that his father had yeah. in order to survive and to live. Mm -hmm. And he gave him the same name that his father had given him. Yeah. This was in the area of Beersheba. And he gave him the same name his father had given them. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage you to preserve some old resources just like Isaac did. And this principle can be applied in many ways. Mm -hmm. But one way that it can be applied is that there might be some old relationships uh -oh. that the enemy has ruined in your life. Mm. But mm. that can be a resource for you mm. if you restore them. Yeah. See, some of you might know exactly what I'm talking about. There may be some old relationships that need to be restored that you can get resource from, that can give you life, sustenance, and help and assistance. Yeah. So preserve your old resources. Mm -hmm. and, and the way that you're going to do this is an old practice that God instituted a long time ago called forgiveness. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's called, it's an old... Forgiveness. It's an old practice called forgiveness. He, he, 
He instituted it in the Garden of Eden after Adam and Eve disobeyed him. He forgave them. Yeah. And it may be what can allow us to preserve some old resource. Yeah. An old practice called forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you hit something heavy right there. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank God for his forgiveness. That's right. He's, he's, an, example. <laughs> he's an example of how you do that. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So we talked about preserving uh, old worship, old victories, old examples, old instructions, old resources. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I want to talk about today is preserving old boundaries. Mm -hmm. Old boundaries. Proverbs 23, 10 and 11. It says, don't cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary markers. Mm -hmm. Don't take the land of the defenseless orphans, mm -hmm. okay. for their redeemer is strong. Mm -hmm. he, he himself will bring their charges against you. Mm -hmm. and God is saying a lot of things here, but at the core of it, he's talking about some old landmarks, some old boundaries that God has set for where his people should live. And he's saying, don't, don't move them. Don't move those boundaries. Don't move them so that you can take more land than what belongs to you. Okay. That you're going to take something that's not yours. And you're going to take it from someone who's defenseless. Mm -hmm. Like orphans, he says. Mm -hmm. He says, if you do that, if you take something that's not yours, if you abuse your power and take something that's not yours, he says, I'm going to stand up for them mm -hmm. and I'm going to fight for them and on their behalf against you Ooh. for you taking something. Don't want to come against God that didn't belong to you. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is what God is saying. Mm hmm. God has set some boundaries, y'all. And, and you can, we can apply this in all kinds of ways, all kinds of boundaries that he has set for us. Mm -hmm. And he, the guiding principle here is that don't take something that don't belong to you. Yeah. Don't do it. Okay. Um, and if, if you do it, I'm going to say this to you again. It, it's an abuse of power. Mm -hmm. It's an abuse of power. We should only want and have what God has for us. Yeah. The boundaries that he has set for us, they are there for our protection and our direction. You want to make sure you're not crossing boundaries of relationship. Mm -hmm. Doing things that are relationally off limits. Y'all yeah. hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't want you want to make sure you're not crossing boundaries of, of financial boundaries, mm -hmm. doing things financially that are off limits. Mm -hmm. Don't cross legal boundaries, doing things that are legally mm -hmm. off limits. Don't cross spiritual boundaries, doing things that are spiritually off limits. I'm talking about some old boundaries, y'all. Yeah. That have been established by God. Mm. God says. 
preserve the old boundaries. Stay in bounds. Yeah. Take what belongs to you, not what doesn't. Mm -hmm. okay. Don't abuse your power. Yeah. Don't do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this can this can show itself in all kinds of ways in our lives. Uh, we have uh, sometimes have abusive bosses, hmm. abusive husbands, hmm. abusive fathers, hmm. uncles, yeah. aunts, abusive police officers. Mm -hmm. Going outside the bounds. Mm -hmm. God says. I'm glad his word says that he'll handle it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. God says. I'm going to stand up for the defenseless. Yeah. And so we need to apply this in, um, in all areas of our lives. Look at what 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20 says. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? Mm -hmm. You don't belong to yourself. Mm -hmm. For God bought you with the price. Okay. So you must honor God with your body. Y'all get this? Mm -hmm. You don't even belong to you. <laughs> yeah. All right. God has paid for you. You you ain't yours. So you, your body ain't yours no more. It's not. It's the temple of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Don't take what's not yours. Stay within your limits. God says, I'm going to stand. So if you're acting like you belong to yourself, mm -hmm. you're taking something that is not yours. And you'll have to deal with God about it. Yeah. Because it don't belong to you. We should be uh, following his words in according to how we take care of ourselves. Absolutely. What we put in our bodies, right? Absolutely. Mentally, physically, you know. It all. All of it. Yeah, man. John said it this way in 1 John chapter 1, 1 and 2. He says, we proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning. He was talking about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Whom we have heard and seen, mm -hmm. we saw him with our own eyes mm -hmm. and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one who is life itself mm -hmm. was revealed to us and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the father and then he was revealed to us. Amen. John is saying as we talk about benefiting from life experiences, mm -hmm. John is saying that Jesus is life. That's right. He, he's saying if if you ultimately if you want to get the true benefits of life, you must have a relationship with life himself, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way the truth, and the life. That's right. And so we want to benefit from life experiences. The best way to do it 
to make sure you've got your hand in life itself hand, and that's Jesus Christ. That's right. That's good. And we've been bought with a price. We don't belong to ourselves. So we need to preserve. We need to preserve and benefit from life itself. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes, and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Thank you for listening.